For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Y'all should know that by now. And I know y'all know who Isaac Bruce is. Isaac Bruce, Pro Football Hall of Famer, go jacket guy. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's going on, Doc? I mean, everything's good, man. Getting ready to head into the weekend. Getting ready to head into football weekend. A lot going on uh, in every realm of football. So let's let's get after it, man. Man, let's get after it. The Rams are going to get after the New York Giants this Sunday. Finally playing again, bro. We hadn't played. By the time we played next Sunday, uh, we've been ahead a week and a half off, man, because we played on Thursday night football last week. So good for the Rams. They were good to get – it was good for them to get a nice little rest and a nice little break. But finally, back on the field Sunday, heading across country to face the New York Giants team. And let's just be honest about the Giants trash, bro. The Giants are horrible. Not playing very good football. And to me, not very well coached, not very well prepared. And their best player, Saquon Barkley, he hurt his ankle against the Cowboys, so he's probably out. But great chance for us to go across country, still in the National Football Conference, but, you know, a different division. But it's a good chance for us to go to New York, man, to get another W and run our record to 5-1. and one. Well, Doc, you talk about playing – uh, two football games in a span of 10 days. So that quick turnaround that we had Thursday, I think it now it benefits us as far as, you know, having a bye week within a season. It's almost like a second bye week. So just to have an opportunity to be healthy, get these guys away for a little bit. It wasn't one of those weeks where you can say, bam, I'm going to leave town and go see my college team play. You don't expect to see Daryl Henderson in Memphis in, seeing the Tigers play or anything like that but just an opportunity to stay within your city and heal up, man. I mean, get, get you, give yourself a quick mental break and be prepared to get back after it. I'm sure the guys have been practicing this week uh, for uh, preparing for the Giants. And uh, once again, Doc, we're, we're making that trip across the country. It's a 12 o'clock, excuse me, a 1 p.m. start Eastern time. So Sean McVay has done a great job in the past getting these guys prepared. So I'm not really sure how he does it or what he does to the practice schedule. If he's making guys come in a lot earlier, and we're on the field as soon as we get there, watch film after and have your uh, workout, your training uh, sessions after after the practice or after uh, film meetings or anything like that. But we've been doing a pretty good job. If you look at that record that we have, you know, traveling from 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 west to east and playing at one o'clock, man, it's pretty phenomenal, man. Uh, uh, just uh, what the Rams have been able to do. So. Leadership has a lot to do with that, man. And uh, salute to Sean McVay for getting these guys ready. 
And you're exactly right. Leadership does have a lot to do with that. And salute to Sean McVay. He needs to have them ready because you can look at the New York Giants. And if you're a Ram, if you're out there playing and be like, they're not very good. They're not. Seattle has the worst defense in the NFL. We took care of them. Now we go to New York. And I think the Giants have maybe like the fourth or the fifth worst defense in the NFL. So it's something that offensively we can take advantage of them. But even going back on their offensive side of the ball, Saquon Barkley, one of the best young running backs in the NFL, as I said, he got hurt, probably not going to play the way he twisted his ankle against the uh, Cowboys and the way it swelled up on him. Uh, but also that, you know, that, that young quarterback, Daniel Jones, uh, he took a hard lick against Dallas, man. I felt, I mean, I don't want to sound, you know, insensitive, you know what I mean? But it's football. I mean, yeah. he he got he got Martin Lawrence drunk, like wobbly, wobbly. So don't know if he's going to play. But if he doesn't, man, Mike Glennon can come in and uh, 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 throw a couple of picks to us. But the New York Giants coming into this ball game banged up. Uh, if you were on the Giants squad, I mean, how would you be feeling? Because Joe Judge is, you know, they don't really seem to be like a cohesive team ever since he took, took over. And they seem to be in real, real bad shape. But if, just say you was playing for the Giants. How would you look at this ball game facing these Los Angeles Rams, Mike? Well, first of all, you know, from both sides of it, Doc, you got to be thinking like a professional. You have a job to do. Uh, you're always being evaluated. You're being evaluated individually and as a team and a teammate. So you're out to do your job. You can't, number one, let your team down. You got to make sure that you're prepared. So in the mentality of most locker rooms, and if I was in that locker room with the Giants, you know, my, my message is this. It's simple. Uh, next man up, be prepared to play. It's Mike Glennon this week. If uh, Saquon Bar Barkley can't go, uh, his backup has to come in. And we don't expect the production level to, to wane or go down at all. But, you know, that being said, that's if I was in the Giants locker room. But me being a Ram, me being a former Ram, my, my mindset is this. You definitely have to be professional when you're approaching this game because there's, there's a lot going against the Rams this week. We talk about that long flight going from uh, California to New York. And we're talking about that, that 1 p.m. kickoff time. So that internal clock for these West Coast guys, it probably won't kick in as early as it should, but we have to force it. So those are some things that you got to look at. You can go up and down this New York Giants roster and see a lot of their productive players are on the injury reserve list right now. You have Slayton. Slayton's one of their best receivers. He has a hamstring issue. Shepard, I don't think he's going to play. And just a lot of firepower that they had and guys that they were relying on offensively this year are on an uh, injured reserve list So right now. So for the Rams' sake, you just can't be looking at that and say, this guy isn't going to play, so I can probably take it a little easy uh, on the next guy up. You got to remember, all of these guys, all 53 men on the roster, they're on scholarship for a reason, and you got to treat it as such. And – and it's, it's, it's really games like this, man, even all games, it's really more about us, what we can do, how we can get better. And uh, the Rams need to focus on themselves. And you look at the, you look at the Giants, but you can't look at, you know, how sorry they are and how sorry they've been playing because they are professional football players and they do have some dudes out there that can make some noise and make some plays. But that's the team. They still sorry as hell. So we shouldn't lose this ball game, to be honest with you. But this the league. And as you like to say, everybody is. On scholarship, I like the fact that, you know, we had Daryl Henderson who played well against Seattle. He went into that ball game with the hurt ribs. And I know for, no, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty certain he should be 100% healed up now. He had a long time, you know, for those ribs to go and heal up and uh, not hurt him as much. But uh, 
something that I failed to mention the last episode, man. Hey, salute to uh, uh, Aaron Donald, man. You you reminded me. But AD, didn't he become like a, a all-time leader with the Rams in the last game? And since, you know, this is my problem. I'm so used to Aaron Donald making plays and being the hell right. Sometimes you can take him for granted. Sometimes you can just, he can just, the things he does, he do, it can just slide by you. But Isaac, AD, he became, he became, he's already a Ram legend, but what, 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 what did he do this last game that I forgot to mention that, you know, he, he, he solidified himself as the best on that side of the ball for as far as the Rams are concerned. Well, absolutely, Doc. We're talking about one of the greatest defensive players to ever play this game and Aaron Donald. Uh, he became the Rams sack leader uh, with 88.5 sacks. And, uh, you know, just talking about uh, surpassing that mark that was held by the great one of my former teammates, Leonard Little, uh, you know, it, it's special, Doc. I mean, particularly because he does it from the interior position. So when you have guys in the mold of Warren Sapp, guys in the mold of Mean Joe Green, Aaron Donald fits right there with those greats, man, as far as being able to pressure, stop the run, and sack your quarterback for 88 and a half times since he's been in the National Football League from an interior spot, Doc. And that's, I mean, that's special. I mean, it's hard not to get double teamed from an inter in, uh, internal spot where he plays that that in, in, the, in the real trenches. I mean, you look at these great pass rushers who are edge rushers. Uh, sometimes you get one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes you may, the, 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 at the most, you may just get a chip from a running back. But when you're, when you're a dominant player in the interior, like an Aaron Donald, man, you're always going to have a guard. You're always going to have a, a center to double-team you. You're going to have, it's, it's mostly two-on-one. So for a guy like that to be as productive as he has been since he came into the league, man, it's an awesome feat. And I think he's just getting started. He is just getting started, man. And, and, and let me, for people who really, some y'all, some may know football, some may not. Look, for dude to do what he's doing, like Isaac said, in the interior, as an interior defensive lineman, not to take anything away from defensive ends and outside linebackers, or really defensive ends. But normally when you're on the defensive end, you're getting one-on-one. -on -one. You, you got a lot of space to work. So you can make moves, swim moves. You can do all this old kind of stuff. You got all space to work. But when you a dude like AD, you he damn near nose tackle. So him being his size, surrounded by cats, 6'2", 6'3", 300, double teaming them, and still hunting the quarterback, getting to the quarterback and biting through his face mask. I'm just extremely, extremely impressed with him, man. And uh, I know he's a little older now, you know, three-time NFL defensive player of the year, man. My man turned 30 this year, but they say 30 in football years is old. I don't say that, but it don't look like he's slowing down at all, man. Now, you, as I said, you play with Leonard, Leonard Little. You know what kind of motor he has, and you, you, you've always given AD his props. But as far as your concern, is it safe to say that Aaron Donald probably – Woo, the best defensive player to ever put on a, a Rams uniform. I know it's a lot of great ones. Yeah. But, but right now, what he's bringing to the table and what he's do, done and what he's still going to do, can he get that jacket right now? Well, I'll tell you what, Doc. I mean, as far as being the greatest Ram ever from a defensive standpoint, I mean, you, you already have some guys who are enshrined with gold jackets. You think about the fearsome foursome, uh, those guys, Rosie Greer, uh, you know, and, and the crew that played with him, uh, the Jack Youngbloods, guys who, you know, legendary, played with broken legs. I mean, 
But being a prisoner of the moment right now, what we're seeing um, from an interior standpoint, Doc, as far as Rams are concerned, I don't think we've seen, I don't think that's been matched at all. Um, you know, I mean, but the argument can be made. Rosie Greer can make that argument. Um, you know, I mean, there are a bunch of guys that that entire fearsome foursome can make that argument that uh, he could be in that club. He's in that club, Doc. I mean, so, I mean, I would, I would, to be fair and to be respectful, I would allow Aaron Donald to complete his career before we start talking all-time greats as far as the Rams are concerned because, you know, we got a lot to do. I mean, there's some guys that played in Super Bowls. There's some guys that uh, participated in, 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 in high-stake playoff games. So we want to give Aaron that opportunity to really close the book on his career before we really stamp that. I got you. I'm with you, brother. That was a nice answer. Man. He cold, though. He cold, though. I ain't always, I mm-hmm. seen a lot of other play now. I'm just saying. He cold, but you're right, though, man. AD is on track. He's on track to being the best Ram on the defensive side of the ball to ever play, but he has a lot more to go. I'm just excited to have him, man. It's just like I'm excited to get back to work uh, this Sunday. Hey, just, just even just looking at this, this, this game and, and where we could be, you know, as far as the NFC West is concerned, we, we, you know, it's still the toughest division, I think, in the NFL. And four and one, five and one looks good. I think we get to five and one, man. I won't even be too upset. Even I ain't too upset now, but how we lost against the Arizona Cardinals. But just getting to five and one and seeing how Matthew Stafford is making a concerted effort now to look for somebody other than dinner guests. Because Robert Woods, he went loco the last game. And the reason why he looked loco, he went loco. It was obvious that they said, we have got to get Bobby Trees involved, man. Cooper Cup is getting fed a lot. Uh, Robert Woods, is, he's starting to look a little emaciated because he ain't eating enough as far as getting the peel. So I'm happy to see that Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, they've made a concerted effort to, okay, we got Cooper. He's been eating. Now let's make sure we keep Robert Woods happy because He's a number one receiver as well. He just wasn't getting those targets. But now I'm glad to see that they are making an effort and they realize that we got to make sure we keep this dude involved. Well, when you're talking about the NFC West, Doc, I mean, we're, we're that, that, that division that, that's housing the only undefeated team in the league right now in the Arizona Cardinals. So that, that's a lot to say about this league and this, this division that we're playing at. Now, when you look, when you look around the entire scope landscape of the league and look at these offenses, particularly uh, Dallas comes to mind. And I'm talking about, you know, offenses that have more than one weapon. I mean, they have a plethora of weapons, Arizona Cardinals. They can go from Rondell Moore. They can go from Deshaun, this uh, DeAndre Hopkins. They have AJ Green. And you look at what, what the Cowboys have from CD lamb to Amari Cooper, to, to, to Galloway, guys who can make plays, and the two running backs that they have. So they have an ability to really, I, I want to say outpace, and the Rams are included in this. They have the ability to have who's ever the number two or number three wide receiver that's better than your number two or three defensive back. You see what I'm saying, Doc? Yeah. So once you, once you line those guys up versus your number three, or you're number two, you line Deshaun Jackson up against those guys, it's a mismatch. I'm just, my guy's just better than your guy. So we can angle in and, and scope that from week to week. So which guy, who's going to get who? I'm sure the guys are coming out of the huddle for the Rams and saying, yo, I hope I get number two this time. 
or I hope I get number three this time. So there may just be one quote unquote shut down cornerback defensively that we may be seeing that week, but he can't cover everybody. Though. So it has to be scheme. It has to be personnel to be able to stop those type of offenses. And I feel like the Rams are in a good place uh, as a team overall, because we have a defense that's ascending and we have an offense that has one of those firepower where we can strike from anywhere on the field. So I feel like we're in a good place. man. Now you, you, you made a point I want to touch on. I, like when you were playing receiver, just say you out there, it's Cooper Cup is Robert Woods. Both of them considered number one receivers. Just like when you were playing, you and Torah Hope, both of y'all would consider yourselves number one receivers. So if they come out of the huddle, let's say the, t- the next team has a, a shutdown corner, Dion. Now, if you Robert Woods, you see Dion come out and he get on Cooper Cup and don't get on you. Do you get offended? Like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You, you don't think I'm that dude. So you're going to put your second best? You think, you know what I'm saying? You're going to put your top cornerback on me? Is that something that would make you offended? Like if, 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 like if you're in that situation, you come out the huddle, you see the other team's number one cornerback go to T. Holt. Mm-hmm. Do you take that like, oh, okay, you, you think I ain't as dangerous? I mean, would, would the, the, did that offend you or would that offend you? Like if, if you were one of them? Well, I would never give up my power to anybody. So I would never let them dictate my feelings. So what I would say is, okay, it's, it's time for me to eat. The, the table has been spread for me. So guess what? We're going we're gonna to work this guy. We're going we're gonna to force their defense to adjust to what we do. So, I mean, like I keep saying, Doc, on this show, Mike Martz had the mentality that it was never about what a defense does because we were dictating the dance. So that, that confidence and that identity went through all of us. So if, if you want to go follow T-Hope, cool, be my guest. But watch what happens over here at the end of the game when I, when I give you 200 yards. So we'll see what you do. You know, if it's, if it's a division opponent, we'll see what you do the next game, see what happens. So if he's covering T-Hope, hey, man, we're going to take this matchup right here. We're going to take the winning matchup that presents itself to us. A slaughtering. And it was normally a slaughtering. <laughs> But anyway, man, hey, I'm just glad to see we getting back, you know, playing. Anything else you want to add, man? Anything you want to chime in on before we, we get up out of here, man? You know, because, you know, I'm just ready for us to fall out again. And I'm hope we don't wear them dirty white uniforms. It's bone. Man, it's dirty white. <laughs> it looks dirty. It's like somebody ain't cleaning them. But anything else you want to add, bro, before we jump up out of here? Well, Doc, it's about being a professional this week, man. It's about being and, and looking at yourself in the mirror. And the goals that you have set, the standard of play that you guys have set as a team and going out and executing. And it's not about the opponent per se itself and who's going to play, who's not going to play, but just going out and executing, doing your job and being a professional. Let's go. Let's go to 5-1 and one, LA Rams. Let's go to New York and take care of the business, man. Make the Giants little Giants, little boys, little PBs, man. Make them into your delight or something. But anyway. That's going to do it for another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I'll be out. He be out until next week. God willing, we out. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.